Let us wonder together. What were they slapping? podcast episode 176 Tipitaka part 107 in which I will be reciting Bikuni Vibanga Pakitia 2 and 3 if this is your first time seeing me you may wish to click up here um, and start with part one of Tipitaka, rather than part 107. Um, so, hello. For those who are new, just briefly, uh, these are the rules for nuns. 2,600 years ago, when Lord Buddha was still walking the earth, um, leading the first Buddhist Sangha. All right. I will go ahead and get to it, just to be different. Expiation, Pakitiya 2. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six nuns, uh, the, uh, these are the, the sailor scouts, um, but here on this program, they're the group of six nuns. They're always getting up to something. All right, anyway, <clears throat> now at that time, the group of six nuns, having let the hair of the body grow, bathed naked together with prostitutes, at the same ford of the river Akiravati. Now, just a brief side note. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, as I didn't know when I first started this series, Ford uh, isn't just the name of a car. Uh, and when I was reading the, uh, the, the footnotes and everything for the, uh, or whatever I was reading when I was reciting the Jayan Sutras, because uh, Tirtankara means, if I'm not mistaken, spiritual ford or religious ford. And the idea is that these great masters have found the way across the river to the other side. Gyate, gyate. Get it? The other side? Nirvana. Never mind. That might have made sense to one of you. Um, so, yeah, then when I was reading about it, I was like, interesting. So apparently when a river, there's, you know, sometimes there'll be a current that moves across so you can kind of swim in that current and, and get across. No, it's much simpler than that. Sometimes when there's a river or stream, there's a part that's shallow enough to be able to safely walk to the other side without getting 
dragged along by the current. That's a Ford. All right. So now you know where the six nuns are, the group of six nuns with the uh, prostitutes. I mean, in this day and age, 2023, it seems like no problem. Of course, you're going to share a public bathing area with prostitutes. But, you know, this was before 1960, uh, what was it? Sixth century BC, right? The prostitutes, three dots. You've never mentioned prostitutes before, Miss Horner. Why are you putting three dots? Yeah, are you, you don't want to translate what comes after the noun, the prostitutes. You're just going to throw in three dots right at the beginning of the story. We have no idea. Uh, spread it about, saying, no. Um, went to the Lord, no. None of these things. We don't know. All right, sorry, just complaining at the uh, translator. Don't mind me. The prostitutes, three dots, spread it about. Oh, no, it was. <laughs> they, they were offended. They're like, why are the nuns bathing with us, <laughs> given what we do and our uh, moral character, right? Again, today, these day, this day and age, there's, there's a conversation to be had about the morality of that profession. But back then, I think it was pretty, pretty safe to say that even the prostitutes were like, hey, why are the nuns here with us? You know, like people knew their place in the caste system, right? Okay. If you become a monk or nun, you're exiting the caste system, by the way. It's just sort of a, a joke. Okay, so what were the prostitutes saying? The prostitutes were saying, quote, How can these nuns let the hair of the body grow? Like women householders who enjoy pleasures of the senses. End quote. Sidebar. Um, for those of you living today in 2023, or perhaps even 2024, or whenever this is, you're seeing this, in case you were wondering, um, if you're a lady and you go back in time to 6th century BC, right, 2600 years ago, and you want to enjoy the pleasures of the senses, <laughs> all you have to do is let your body hair grow. Hmm. I mean, it almost seems like it's the reverse these days. Like if somebody is like, transcended their ego and they're a total like spaced out hippie on LSD like you know becoming one with the great being then such a lady might be more inclined to let her body hair grow where the one who goes out and parties with the martini is definitely going to be shaving waxing never mind all right it's not my place being not being a lady myself I just pointing out one or two things. Sorry to the people who thought I was just going to be reading this straight through without stopping and commenting. Okay. Nuns heard these prostitutes who three dots spread it about, saying, quote, how can this group of six nuns let the hair of the body grow? End quote, three dots. So we thought it was going to be a rule against bathing with prostitutes. That's fine. Don't let the hair of the body grow. Do they have razors back then? Do they have very sharp rocks? Are we talking about all the body hair? What hair are we talking about specifically, Miss Horner? Hopefully, there's an appendix where it uh, explains. All right. Quote, is it true 
as is said, monks, that the group of six nuns let the hair of the body grow. End quote. Now, just to be clear, Lord Buddha is wanting to clarify that this information is true so that he can forbid it. He's not like pervily asking about the uh, personal habits of... All right, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the group of six nuns let the hair of the body grow? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun should let the hair of the body grow, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Okay. You know, some people prefer whatever means three dots. Nun means three dots. We did that last time, you remember? That guy in New Delhi. We're in South Goa here, by the way, in the pink room, the pink office temple. Can you hear the rain? It's been raining since just before I hit record. Actually, it's been raining for weeks, but anyway. Hair of the body means under both armpits and on the private parts. Well, okay, now that clears it up. So, now we know. Wow. So... It was considered proper for a nun in Lord Buddha's order 2,600 years ago to shave her armpits and trim her pubic hair or shave. Well, either way, now we all have a, a mental image. Sorry. I mean, you know, I'm just reading what's here. All right. Mm-hmm. Should... Let grow means if she lets one hair grow, there is an offensive expiation. If she lets many hairs grow, there is an offensive expiation. Well, I'm glad they clarified that. Men, right? These are the kinds of rules that men make for women. There is no offense if it is because of illness, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. I don't know what to say. I mean, I learned a lot today. I think if somebody had asked me prior to today, do you think that nuns in the ancient Buddhist order 2,600 years ago shaved their armpits and pubic hair? I'd be like, no. Nobody did that prior to what? I don't know when. I, I don't know when I would assume that Western women started doing that, but I, I would definitely have assumed that someone, you know, focusing on meditation wouldn't be like, oh, I better shave my... Mm, don't want to be unseemly. All right. You learn something every day. Did you learn something today? If you learned something today, we'll put that here. All right. Next. Expiation. Pakitiya, three. Now at that time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anantapindika's monastery. 
Now at that time, two nuns tormented by dissatisfaction, having entered an inner room, slapped with the palms of the hands. All right, all right. Uh, thank you. Um, Jessica Rabbit and uh, nuns, having run up at the sound of this noise, spoke thus to these nuns, quote, Why do you ladies misbehave with a man? Where's the man? Where's the man? Okay, let me read this again. Now at that time, two nuns, tormented by dissatisfaction, having entered an inner room, slapped with the palms of the hands. All right. Nuns, having run up at the sound of this noise, spoke thus to these nuns, quote, Why do you ladies misbehave with a man? End quote. See, it really is patty cake. So far, that's, that's my best guess. All right. Um, saying, what? Uh, yes. Saying, quote, ladies, we are not misbehaving with a man. Okay. I mean... If they had been, then we missed it in the setup. Someone forgot to mention the man. There is no man. The nuns assumed, because of the slapping sounds, that uh, they were misbehaving with a man, but they were just misbehaving with each other by slapping with the palms of the hands. Okay. I mean, it was a different time. Sure, they had similar hygiene uh, and beauty standards, apparently, but, you know, as far as how to deal with this satisfaction, they, they slap with the palms of their hands. Okay. Um, they told this matter to the nuns. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these nuns slap with the palms of the hands? End quote. Three dots. Quote, Is it true? As is said, monks, that nuns slapped with the palms of the hands. Are they slapping each other in the face? Are they clapping? Are they doing high fives? It's a little unclear. I look forward to 100 years from now, when after we have read all of these books, and all of these books, and all these books, we get to these books where Buddha Gosa and other 5th and 6th century Burmese Theravadan scholar monks clarify some, some of the things that were unclear about the Tipitaka. But until then, let us wonder together. What were they slapping with the palms of their hands? Is it true, as is said, that nuns slapped with the palms of the hands. End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can nuns slap with the palms of the hands? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses, pleased. Three dots, this rule of training. In slapping with the palms of the hands, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. 
So no slapping. Always shave your... Slapping with the palms of the hands means if she, enjoying the contact, gives a blow to the private parts, oh, oh, let's show a clip. No, we can't show that clip. Uh, it's YouTube. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, in... Um, Sutta Vibhanga, when it was the monks, they, they described this act as uh, emitting semen using one's hand. And when nuns engage in what we today would call masturbation, I think they, they call it slapping with the palms of the hands. And it's implied that it's the private parts that they're slapping. All right, okay, I understand. Okay, gives a blow to the private parts, even with a lotus leaf. Hey, he didn't say you couldn't use a lotus um, petal. There is an offense of expiation. Expiation? The monks get, uh, get, get a formal meeting for this. The nuns get expiation. <laughs> All right, well, you know, this helps to balance out the sexism, because uh, this one is unfair to the monks. Nuns can do expiation. My God. All right. There is no offense if it is because of illness. Right. Doctor. Um, if she is mad, yeah, she's the mad nun. That's what she does. You know, she breaches the Dhamma. She meditates. She slaps her private parts with her hand. I bet she doesn't even shave her vagina if she is the first wrongdoer. All right. Okay. I mean, you know, why not? Right. Um, since these are both very short, uh, I'm going to read one more. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. So that was two. That was three. The one with the shaving is two. Always shave your armpits and cooter. Um, and number three is no lady masturbating. Right. Okay. Jilling off, some call that. Expiation. Pakitia. Four. I wonder what this is going to be. Don't you... Three dots. Okay, let's fill in those three dots. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, put something wholesome in this, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a certain woman who had formerly been a king's concubine had gone forth among the nuns. A certain nun, tormented by dissatisfaction, and having approached, she also spoke thus to this nun. Oh, approached this nun, and having approached, she spoke thus to this nun. Quote, the king lady constantly came to see you. How did you manage? Three, I mean, end quote. Quote, by means of an application of lock, lady, that's L-A-C, Editor Edward, could you please find out what lock means in this context? Lock is a sticky substance produced by certain insects and used in making varnishes, dyes, and sealing wax.
Thank you, Editor Edward. Um, all right. What is this application of lock, lady? Then this nun showed an application of lock to that nun. Then that nun, having taken the application of lock, having forgotten to wash it, put it to one side. The nuns, having seen it surrounded by flies, spoke thus, quote, Whose doing is this? And, quote, she spoke thus, quote, It is my doing, quote, end quote. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, How can this nun take an application of lock? End quote, three dots. I'm thinking it's like 6th century BC Astroglide, or whatever, KY Jelly for the Gen Xers out there. Quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that a nun took an application of lock? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can a nun take an application of lock? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased. Unless by pleased, you mean, just kidding, three dots. This rule of training. In an application of lock, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Application of lock means it is made of lock, made of wood, made of flour, made of clay. I am now more confused than I was before they explained that. All right. Should take means if she, enjoying the contact, makes even a lotus leaf enter the private parts, there is an offense of expiation. All right. There is no offense if it is because of illness, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Now, I'm pretty sure these rules were recited uh, every half moon by the nuns only, which makes sense now because some of those monks, you know, the younger ones, the more uh, lecherous ones, would probably not be able to chant all these rules without running off and breaking uh, Sangadi Sessa number one afterward if you know what I mean. Here's a hint. It's the same thing as Bikuni Vibanga Pakitiya 3. <laughs> it's a lesser offense when you're a nun. Okay, I mean, you know, that was fun. Sometimes these are fun. Sometimes they're horrifying. Sometimes they're infuriating. Today, today was mostly just fun. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that my... Uh, my, my reading and delivery of comments weren't too out of line. Um, all right. So there it is. Um, I will go ahead and close with the usual prayer. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us, and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion.
May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.